Hey guys, this is Courtney from Lil's Bloom and today we're going to talk about the 2023 forecast for all of the signs. So before we dive in, I highly recommend watching for both your rising and sun sign. Sometimes people ask, you know, why your rising sign? Um, and this is because it will determine the house placements. However, over the years, I've also been watching for my sun sign and this has always been really relevant as well. So I highly recommend that. The other thing I will add is that this is not going to go over all of the details of 2023. That's going to be super overwhelming, take way too long. So today we're really just going to cover these larger kind of cycles and transits happening that will affect you on a soul level that will kind of direct where your life is going, but maybe not each and every specific event. That's more so what I'll be doing in the moon forecasts. If you guys are interested in learning about what all of the transits are, all of the transits that I would look at that are important for 2023, I created a whole Notion template that you can purchase down below. And I've listed next to each and every transit kind of the energy of what you can expect. So if you want to, for example, choose a really good time to go on a date or to launch something for your business and you can't really afford to have a full-on reading with me um, and you don't really know what the energies are gonna be like coming up for your for your planning for your months ahead, then I highly recommend checking that out. It took me a super long time to create. I went through hand by hand, day by day on the calendar and also on my astrology app looking at the chart to see what the energy was that day the major transits and what we might feel so i highly recommend taking advantage of that i'm going to have it at a really really reasonable price just so that everyone can get their hands on it and know what to expect and i also included charts for every new and full moon so you can see all of the aspects themselves and then you can also kind of follow along with me when i do my weekly forecast with the new and full moons you'll be able to pull up the chart beforehand maybe make some predictions if you're learn learning astrology and of course if you want to learn astrology with me I also have a course astrology 101 that I've been adding lots of content to and it's just a very powerful way to learn about yourself your purpose and what's coming up for you in the year so if you're interested in that and you like the way that I teach astrology or talk about astrology definitely check that out down below. Um, soon I'm going to be launching a kind of workshop webinar style video with you guys where we're going to cover some really important topics that will link back to the astrology course. And that one will be totally free and very, very helpful. So stay tuned for that. Now let's go ahead and jump into all of the rising signs. All right. So how I'm forecasting these videos is by looking at the slowest outer moving planets first, and then getting more granular down to the faster moving planets or specific days, for example, for the eclipses. All right. Up next we have Pisces. So Pisces, this is a big year, 2023. We are having Pluto, a very, very slow moving planet move out of its sign from Capricorn into Aquarius. Pluto has been in Capricorn for the last 15 years since 2008 and is moving into Aquarius just briefly and giving us a taste of what the next 20 years of our life will look like. So it's moving into Aquarius from March 23rd to June 11th, which is in your 12th house. So Pluto moving into your 12th house is a deeply exploratory time. And again, you're going to get that brief kind of hint of what the next 20 years will look like. And it's a time in which we are going within into our spiritual beliefs, into our ability to surrender, into 
the things that we've held in our unconscious mind and in our subconscious and the recesses of our being. And Pluto is already kind of related to that. So sometimes it can bring up um, like larger journeys around fear or loss or letting go of control. But generally as a Pisces rising, that might be a little bit easier for you to manage already. Uh, so it can it can look very different for everyone. But understanding that Pluto's transitions and transits are so slow that it's not like this radical thing that's happening overnight. Like we're not just having this huge thing happen to us and and feeling like, oh my gosh, that was so traumatizing. Um, it's not like that. It's like the slow evolution and growth of a massive tree. You come back 20 years later and that tree looks totally different when it was growing from a sapling. So that's kind of this experience here where we are really starting to grow internally in a really, really big way over the next 20 years. So again, you're going to get a dip of that or a taste of that cycle. We are also having Saturn move into your sign, your first house, starting on March 7th. This is a very big deal. Saturn moving into your first sign is all about challenging you to step up in a really big way in your life. If you have Saturn, if you have your sun in Pisces and not your ascendant, this is definitely going to indicate a lot of working. Um, usually when Saturn moves over the sun, I've seen people kind of nearing burnout a little bit because they have so much on their plate. And it's funny because at the start of this year, I pulled the B card for you, which is your energy that you're beginning this year with, which is all about working really hard. So I feel like you guys are working very, very diligently and it's going to continue um, as Saturn moves into your first house or over your sun. When Saturn moves into your first, it's also challenging you to evolve as a human being and mature. So in many ways, I think you're going to start feeling the pressure of becoming the person that you said you've always wanted to be. So if you have been wanting to buy a house, it's doing that. If you've been wanting to believe in yourself more and go after these big dreams and goals, it's doing that. And oftentimes we will have to face all of our fears and insecurities in order to actually go after those things. So all of the reasons why we felt inadequate, felt not enough. Um, sometimes we even have physical ailments come up so that we become more dedicated and effortful to our appearance, to our health, to our bodies. But in general, anything in our life can undergo this massive transformation. But Saturn in, in general is going to ask us to put in more effort. So what is it in our life that feels like it's not up to code or up to what we like? That is the area of life that needs more effort. And the first house to me is anything related to our identity. So really asking yourself, where am I not in alignment? Where could I be up leveling? And you might find that you're putting more pressure on yourself after March when Saturn moves into your first to live in that state of alignment that you've been wanting to. We also have Jupiter in Aries in your second house until May 16th. So this has been a time of expansion within your financial matters. So we've had this in 2022 as well for a part of the year. And it's a time in which you might see more growth and opportunities, again, in your financial state. So I could get more property or I could have an increase of clients or um, I could start to feel like I have more to offer people, like I have more qualities and traits that are worth being valued for in relationships and in my career sector. So really beautiful time to feel like you have 
a strong sense of self, um, a strong sense of your own worthiness. And then after May 16th, Jupiter will move into the third house, into Taurus. And I do think that you're going to be continuously busy because when Jupiter moves into the third, we do kind of feel like, oh, there's so many opportunities to meet people and to do things. Um, I have so many places to travel. I have so many tasks on my plate, but it's exciting. It's growth oriented. You want to learn new things. You want to teach new things. You want to meet new people. It has this very like busy bee kind of energy and not just like worker bee, but social bee and learning bee and all the different bees. And so it feels like this kind of buzzing, excitable, optimistic time where your mindset is also becoming much more expansive, seeing opportunities everywhere, seeing possibilities in everything that you're doing. So after May 16th, your mind is going to like, it's going to expand with the amount of opportunities that it sees. So very, very exciting, very growth oriented mindset. You currently have the North Node in the third house. So you've already been kind of working on that. We've already been having destined events and meetups and things take place that will help you expand into what those possibilities are. And with Taurus, it's also not just about oh, what are possibilities, but what are things that can come into my life that creates long-term stability, that creates longevity, which is a card that I pulled, and focusing on creating some something secure within myself to support maybe my family or the people around me. Like what what is going to last the test of time? So it's not just an idea that's fun to pursue now, but it's really something that is going to bring deep sense of security and longevity. And we've had the south node in the ninth house in the sign of Scorpio. So many of you guys have had to shift your belief systems to start to realize that these long-term goals, this longevity that you want, that stability that you want is possible. And it's it's possible maybe in different ways than you expected. So maybe you initially thought you were going to achieve inner stability and long-term success through this path. And then life undergo certain changes and you start to think, maybe I don't want to go down this path anymore. Maybe I want to do this. And you start to perceive and look through life a little bit differently. And it's asking you to follow your deep seated intuition. And as a Pisces, this should be easier for you guys. So there's something that is realigning for you this year up until July, where you're like, this doesn't feel right. This feels right. I'm going to look at life through this lens instead. And you start trying on different glasses and you're like, these fit me. This perspective fits me. And this is what's going to help me achieve this kind of growth and actually act on the opportunities that I'm seeing present in front of me. After July 12th, we have the nodes moving into Aries in the second house, the north node, and the south node in Libra in the eighth house. So again, heavy focus on on our financial world. So continuing to have faded events occurring in this area of your life, maybe you will change how you make money. Maybe there will be certain um, experiences that you have or relationships that you have that will help you realize your worthiness and maybe where you've been holding back and keeping yourself small or limited or feeling like, oh, I can't charge that much or I can't do that job. It's like you finally owning a lot more of that um, sense of confidence, which is all Aries energy and becoming much more financially independent. If you felt like you can sometimes barely make things work, this is you guys um, taking up more space and being like, no, I got this. I'm brave. I can do this. I'm going to take on this new venture. I'm going to be courageous. Aries is associated with Mars, which is an entrepreneurial planet. So maybe some of you will even start some independent ventures when the nodes shift into your second house and uh, on July 12th and help you focus on how to make money on your own terms in your own way. 
With the South Node in Libra in the eighth house, many of you guys might also have some relationship shifts and changes where you realize there are certain people that are not moving forward with you. There are certain relationships that are maybe triggering certain emotions in you and that you have to deal with those emotions. Maybe you realize that you want to share money with people, but it's not working out so well, or you have to redo the way that you have intimacy or shared resources with another um, and share responsibilities. So it's kind of diving deeper into your reliance on other people and seeing what isn't working. Where have I maybe worn my heart too much on my sleeve or not enough? Where have I been emotionally triggered and not dealing with it or choosing the wrong people and so on and so forth. So really big shifts in the relationship sectors of our life. We have had Mars moving through the sign of Gemini for a while and will continue until March of 2023, which for you is in your fourth house. So you guys have been very motivated by your internal world. You have been very motivated to create safety and long-term security for yourself. And by doing it through new ways of talking, thinking, communicating, so how can I bring these brand new ideas and kind of revise my thought processes and create more of a stable home. So this could look like I'm going to think, especially because Mars went retrograde in 2022, we we went back and, and looked back at our life and was like, I don't know if I like the way that I was um, thinking about these things or taking action on these things in my life. How can I revise this? And so in 2023, we're starting to hit the ground running and we're like, okay, this is what I need to focus on. This is how I create internal security within myself. This is how I create a nice home. Maybe you're really motivated by your house in general. Like I'm going to work to buy a house or I'm going to work to um, make sure I have enough money to take care of my house. There's a lot of things in that area of our life. Or maybe you're having to work on your familial relationships and you're realizing, oh my gosh, my family is really triggering me. I'm going to have to work on my mindset and communication with my family. And you're really, again, in 2023, starting to see some massive progress as it shifts direct um, because you're like, okay, finally, I've worked through some of these longstanding issues in this area of my life. We are all experiencing Venus retrograde, July 23rd to September 4th in the sign of Leo. This is in your sixth house. So many of you guys will experience a moment where you have, the words just came to be lapse of judgment. I don't know why, maybe there's something there with that, but more realistically, Venus retrograde in the sixth is analyzing our um, relationships within the workplace. So many of you guys might find that your current job isn't working out in the way that you had hoped or maybe the way that you interact with people at your current job is not really up to your standards or if you own your own business for example your people that you employ it's like something is going a little bit awry maybe that's where the lapse of judgment on somebody's part is coming in but it doesn't feel as cohesive. It doesn't feel as easy to get the goal and the results um, and to just complete the responsibilities that you have. It feels like there could be something going wrong in that process, either within yourself. So it's like, okay, my relationship with this responsibility and this job isn't going quite right. Like something's a little bit off within me and my approach and this job and, and that or it's within the specific relationships attached to this job. So like my colleagues and I or... Um, the people I employ, like something is going wrong here. So that is a time where we need to manage that area of our life and become clear around what our values are, what we want to cultivate or create more of. Um, and once we do that, it will help us actually become more efficient in our workplace, become more like a well-oiled machine working together with others. 
All of our plans are moving direct from January 22nd to April 21st. So that's a very, very important time in which all of the energy is moving forward, pushing us forward in momentum, saying yes to things, getting started. It's a time of actualization. So external things, again, progress and momentum. So if there has been anything you kind of shelved, this is a time to bring it back out and be like, no, I'm going to finally take action on this thing. This is the moment. We are experiencing four eclipses, one on April 20th. We have a solar eclipse in areas in your second house. Many of you guys might transform your financial or physical um, possessions area of your life. So maybe you buy a house. Maybe you have a new way of making money. Maybe you have some kind of breakthrough about how valuable you are and you start charging more. There's something about this area of your life where it's going to increase in confidence and have the potential to be very resourceful for you. So it's going to depend on your chart. And of course, you can always get a reading from me if you want to see how this year unfolds for you specifically. On May 5th, we have a lunar eclipse in Scorpio in the ninth house. This is a bigger focus on how do I shift my beliefs to then create an identity that will attract that financial prosperity that I'm already starting to bring in. It's not just attracting it, but it's holding it. So it's like, okay, I got this money. Now, how do I become the person who manages it properly and sees myself as a wealthier person or this, that, the other? So how do I hold and maintain the value and belief that I am a worthy person? So that's kind of where I see these playing off of each other. October 14th, we have a solar eclipse in Libra in the eighth house. This could bring out some massive changes in relationships and the way that, again, you are sharing resources with other people. I already kind of mentioned this earlier, so I'm not going to go into more detail with that, but I'm going to go over eclipses as I get closer. And lastly, on October 28th, we have a lunar eclipse in Taurus in the third house. This is going to help you create a more peaceful mindset. And if there has been anything that you've been ignoring in your mental field or any conversation that you haven't been having, um, this is a time that it will come out to light. And as a result, it will become more calming and more peaceful and more resolved in your life. Okay, so now let's go ahead and take a look at the cards. So you start off this year as the B energy, and then you're moving at the end of the year into the energy of the unicorn and the tiger. This to me is representing somebody in a flow state who is very much following their intuition and their feminine energy and knows when to take a break, knows when to rest. So I feel like you're more in your masculine at the start of this year and you are ending this year more in the feminine energy. And with the unicorn, it's like you're finally able to see your worthiness and how special you are. And because of that, you guys are starting to, I think, charge more. You're having more breakthroughs in your financial area of your life because you're realizing that you are a unicorn. Not anyone else is like you. And that sense of self-worth is going to attract better relationships, better prosperity, better internal feelings of stability and happiness. And I feel like it's going to help others see that you are the unicorn that you see yourself to be. Um, we have two death cards here. So something is going on with you guys. Um, something is changing. I pulled this death card and then I ended the tarot cards with the death card. So something is ending here. And when I asked specifically what it was, it felt like something related to, um, communication with other people, like being very truthful and honest. Maybe there was a fight or a disagreement going on at some point. Um, maybe two people not totally understanding each other, not totally seeing eye to eye. And with the Knight of Swords and Ace of Swords, I feel like you guys are having just very clear, direct, honest, maybe even too honest communication about it. And it's putting a full stop to um, 
the fuckery, let's just say. <laughs> the Five of Swords feels like combative, confusing, stressful, just like back and forth with somebody. So that might be happening for some time this year at some point this year with you guys, especially with that solar eclipse in the eighth house. I'm like, there's something going on where I feel like you could be fighting over resources or having to figure out how to maneuver relationships in a different way. And there's an important conversation that you guys are going to need to have in October. I'm feeling that that's when it's happening, but it's putting an ending um, to something that might have felt like a stressful or combative kind of tense situation. But that's how that's more so to the end of the year. I also have some other cards To start off the year, I have the devil and the hanged man. So many of you guys will have some limiting beliefs or some habits that have kept you kind of hanging in a state of pause with this hanged man. Um, they're both in a cage. They're both paused. These are slow cards. So these cards give me the feeling that maybe you guys have been, for example, um, having just kind of self-sabotaging behavior, self-defeating behavior. This could be spending a lot more money than you make or not managing things properly, even though you make a lot. It's like you don't have any savings or feeling like you keep getting stuck in these cyclical patterns of relationships where you're attracting the wrong kind of person that turns out to be not who you thought they were after believing in them. There's something around here where you guys are like stuck in a pattern you're stuck in a cycle and I feel like when Saturn moves into your first house you're going to finally break free from that with this fool card and this page of swords and you're going to see things differently you're going to have a new beginning a new way of thinking and a new perspective and that is going to allow you to to stop that pattern in its tracks and start asking what do I want to intentionally create here instead so it's like you're living on autopilot a little bit you're not really moving forward in one specific area and then all of a sudden it's like a clean slate comes an eclipse happens something big happens and you're like I'm done I'm done I'm not doing this anymore I'm not thinking this way anymore I'm not acting this way anymore I'm gonna do this instead and so it feels like this really beautiful transition from the old to the new and I think that could also represent part of what this death is many of you guys are gonna have some definitive endings in the way that you think the way that you communicate and it's going to result in more of your desired outcome so that's what I'm seeing for you, Pisces. If you guys want all of the transits happening this year, I created a Notion template, which is the free app that I use to manage everything in my business. Literally amazing. Um, and this template I've gone through and created every transit this year that is significant and the energy for that. So if you're looking to kind of plan your year and you're like, I want to know the good days or the bad luck days, definitely check that out down below in the description box. And if you want a reading from me to see how this year will impact you personally, check that out as well. And I also teach astrology. So if you're learning how to do this for yourself, I am adding a ton of new content to this course. It's honestly a really, really amazing course. And I think that I'm going to increase the price next year as I add more content. So if you want to get grandfathered in, do act now. And I hope you guys have a great one. Bye.